Hi, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field. Replanting is kind of finishing up. I hope the charts and videos that we put uh, on the webpage will help you guys. And if you're still making those decisions, you can go there and look at it. Kind of give you an idea what the economics is going to be there itself. We've had uh, quite a few pictures coming into the office and to my phone on the yellow striped corn. Uh, people wondering if it was a sulfur deficiency or what it is. Most of the pictures, while there's a few sulfur, most of the pictures that have come in are zinc striping. And zinc striping is different than sulfur. Um, zinc striping starts at that base of the leaf and only typically runs about halfway up where the leaf starts to tip out. You'll notice the striping will stop. Uh, sulfur striping, on the other hand, will typically run almost the full length of the leaf when you see it. These plants that have uh, the, the yellow striping also have a solid green whorl. And that's probably the big key difference. If this was sulfur deficiency, you would also see a, a pale green whorl that would be sticking out of the top of that plant as well as the striping itself. Uh, this striping tends to show up when the corn is about ready to take off in pretty rapid growth. So it's kind of a seasonal thing. Uh, as the root system expands, uh, this should clear up. So it should be you know, a week, 10 days, and you should notice a lot less of that uh, kind of striping out there. It may show back up again if we have a, you know, a weather that would trigger a, a pretty aggressive growth being temperature itself. The question is, can we treat this and what would the payback be? Well, unfortunately, the only thing that would be quick enough to uh, bring this thing around would be a foliar spray. So right now, if we were broadcasting a foliar spray out there, probably 80% of the product would hit the ground and wouldn't have any effect. So we'd have to be a direct spray on the plant itself. But typically, by the time the foliar kicks in, in most fields, uh, the problem would correct itself. The root system would be larger. I was uh, looking yesterday in our starter plots where we did different additives and when we put the zinc in it pretty much eliminates the striping that you're seeing out there. Um, and that's one of the reasons why we always recommend zinc in our starters uh, to kind of handle this rapid growth because with starter you're going to trigger an even more aggressive rapid growth and we run into zinc issues itself. Now the ugly corn season is upon us. Uh, a number of calls on cornfields that are kind of falling apart here this week. And I think that'll continue on. Most of it, of course, is in our corn on corn, our heavy carbon residue situations. It definitely is more severe in fields where the guys uh, didn't position nitrogen to pay that carbon penalty. These fields are also showing sulfur deficiency as well. So you can see the yellow whirling taking place uh, within these fields itself. Now, side dressing will help, um, but it's still going to take time for the root system to find that nitrogen that you're side dressing. Fields that are not set for side dressing, this could hang on for a week or two, depending on uh, how much carbon was left out there to decompose itself. Nitrates continue to come in strong. You guys are doing a, a good job in managing your nitrogen. Uh, keep it up. The samples are now coming in from the wetter areas, and as expected, it is showing us uh, some loss of nitrate there. So we are bumping rates coming out of these areas to adjust for the missing nitrogen that's there. When pulling the samples, guys, be sure you're following directions, especially for your first-time pullers. The sample is only as good as how it's been pulled itself. So we sample different for fields that have had banded nitrogen versus broadcast. There is no shortcut in that situation. So don't go out there and spend the time pulling samples and then come back and read the directions when the samples aren't any good for us or we're just guessing in that point. So 
Call the office, get directions before you pull and not after. Once the samples are pulled, the paperwork is crucial to get the correct recommendation. We need to know what happened out there. So what, what went on for your fall plow down, your fall anhydrous, your starter, your weed and feed, your past crop rotation, what population is that field at, and what kind of yield goal are you expecting out of this field? I know this is a lot of work, but that's why you guys get paid the big bucks. It's a situation so we are working with good samples here that we can give you a recommendation that, that means something. And don't forget to look at your aerial imagery. Growers have been using them already for helping to pull nitrates because they can tell the wet and the dry areas. And we've had two or three people now that have actually used them for replanting decisions. So don't forget to be looking at those as you go along. I know it's a busy season itself. Crews are out again pulling those samples for the summer, so make sure you've had your summer sampling orders in so we don't miss it. With that, though, uh, keep it safe and keep her moving.